0: Tarantulus is coming and something's chasing him. Tarantulus is coming
1: of us, D Mate! Too much energy. What is up, Maximals and Predheads? This is another episode of Too Much Energon, where two 90s kids review a 90s cartoon, an animated cartoon, called Beast Wars. This week, we are reviewing episode 20, uh, Spider's Game, which was episode 18 um, in Airdate, which Made some complications as we will discuss. I am one of your hosts, Neo Cal. And I am one of your other hosts, Christopher Siege. Christopher, this came out shortly after your 12th birthday.
0: Yep. It originally aired in the US on January 6th, 1997, which was three days after my 12th birthday. 97. What a time to be alive! What a time to be alive. And twelve, I'm watching Beast Wars.
1: You were you were you were chilling out in your cargo pants, drinking a Capri Sun or what, whatever they were called.
0: Eating uh, you dun- had a basketball. Eating, <laughs> eating Dunkaroos.
1: Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. Dunkin' Dunkaroos. Uh, you probably had a basketball, even though you didn't play. Lots of nice sure sure
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> um, had a bike I didn't ride. You know,
1: had had <laughs> Sega Channel. Uh, Sega Channel. We just m- briefly talked about that in the the preamble.
0: Oh, yeah. Sega
1: Channel. Yeah, if you want to hear us,
0: if you want to, if you want to hear us talk about that
1: a little bit, this week's outtake. It's preceded by forty minutes of us talking about local restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, yeah, your mileage may vary. You know. Um. So, Spider's Game. Would you like to tell me a story about why the production order and the um, <laughs> the um, air date uh, made some confusion for young Christopher? So
0: you you have a good f- memory for this. The following episode, Call of the Wild, uh, which I won't talk about too much uh, until the next podcast, obviously. Jim. Uh, The next episode, uh, Call of the Wild, actually aired in Canada on YTV before this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) This episode, which introduces the character of Inferno. Call of the Wild, which features the character Inferno, not a lot, but he's in a couple of shots. So 12-year-old Christopher, uh, watching Call of the Wild, on its original air date on YTV, was like, holy crap, who is that flying ant guy? Yes. So It would have
1: been cool to know how <laughs>
0: how he was introduced to the show.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Production order is important, kids. Yeah, so anybody, like, watching this on Tubi, like, alongside us, or has, like, the copies, uh, DVD copies or CD copies, um Production order is important. Even my download is not in production order. And so like I actually watched this weeks ago and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a cycle. Wait a sec. Yeah. And uh Yeah, for from here on out it it kind of like fixes itself. No, not really. Uh, um
0: Beginning with episode twenty-two, the the production order and broadcast order end up. uh, Yeah, I can see that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in a in a few weeks here, things will life will become a lot easier for us.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, yep. So we're in space. We're in space. I always love a space episode, and we see many, many. Uh, maximal stasis pods in perfect alignment orbiting around the planet. Like way too perfect. Like they're even facing the same way. Yep. This is a, this is
0: another, uh, another stasis pod episode, which, um, (laughs) which are our favorite. Okay. So watching this as a kid, Back in 96, 97, uh, Stasis Pod episodes were like the hypest shit because it was like, holy crap, who's the new who's the new guy going to be? Yeah. It's going to be rad, man. It's going to be rad. It's going to be alphanumeric. I want more toys. Exactly. <laughs> but now, watching the show as an adult, I'm like, can we just focus on the characters we have? We already have a pretty strong cast. Like... I, I, I just want to know more about them. I don't... I don't know. This is the fourth Stasis Pod episode.
1: That's a really uh, old man thing to say of you, Christopher. It's me. almost like you don't want to buy more toys. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yes, and that's the thing, is uh, Hasbro needs to sell more Beast Wars toys, so we, we got to keep introducing new characters, and Hasbro needing to sell more Beast Wars toys will become very apparent in the second season. <laughs> mm. So keep an eye
1: y- out for yeah. that. <laughs> uh so interesting. One of the maybe maybe this is up for debate. It looks like one of the stasis pods that's in orbit um like actively, as in like it's it's doing it on purpose, leaves that stable orbit. With all the rest of them? Apparently, there are so many, they perform a perfect ring around the Earth. Actually, yeah. no, they were all released in unison, right? So it makes sense that they're all kind of ne- next to each other. If, yeah. if they were dropped, um, and they have, and as we see here, they do have small little rockets on them. Yeah. So uh, it does kind of make sense that they put themselves in a stable orbit. But this one looks like it's like piloted it leaves the orbit and goes to the planet
0: and it does this very awkward turn <laughs>
1: yeah yeah super awkward turn um here's yeah it's... what i'm asking you i thought that uh actually no go go ahead oh, <clears throat> oh i was just going to say the stasis pod like
0: it, it breaks formation from from the others and then does this awkward like stop and then chain alters course and then resumes heading toward the planet.
1: so I I, I feel like uh and now that I'm re-watching it, it it seems obvious but my I thought it had just like fallen out of orbit like the others right gotten remember it's always shown them like getting hit by space debris or a small like meteorite to me, uh, meteoroid or something like that yeah right. This one does not get hit by anything. And then when we cut to Tarantulus on his like computer, he's like cackling like in glee. And I was like no, he just happened to predict its falling path. Oh, it seems he's, like
0: he's controlling it. Maybe. Yes. Oh, I didn't even pick good catch. I didn't even pick up on this. You can she caught that.
1: And I was like, "Wait, no." No, no, no. I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll talk about it when we, when Christopher and I talk about the the episode. No, I, I, I think it, she's on to something. She Perhaps. is on to something. Um, and I think she, yeah, she's. It's it's obvious now. Rewatching the first like sixty seconds. Yeah, like he somehow hijacked one of them. Mm-hmm. Because it shows him on the computer. Oddly, he's in a spider form. And thinking <laughs> about it, um, he'd be able to type better in a spider form. Because he just has those big claws when he's in his robot form. Yeah, and the uh, the the buttons on
0: his uh, computer console here are pretty damn big. So yeah, they're they're huge. So he probably
1: <laughs> made it for himself to be a <laughs> uh, for himself as a spider. Yeah, which is entertaining to think about. But <laughs> man, I I can't believe I thought he just like predicted where it was or like like beat everybody to it. No, he totally like pulled it out of orbit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, now it, it seems really obvious
1: now, but like yeah, I didn't even occur and, to And yeah, it shows uh Tarantulus looking around. Um he has nine I've said this like way, way like months ago. He has nine eyes and it bothers me. <laughs> uh and they're not compound eyes either. <laughs> they're like they're like, like like almost like lizard eyes.
0: Yeah, and he uses uh, all nine of these eyes to notice that a little EMP satellite dish thing that he's made is coming online.
1: Yeah, I don't remember what he calls it, but basically this really cool-looking dish comes out of the ground. He cackles, and he activates it. He calls it a Magna Pulse. Oh, okay, so he's sending an EMP pulse to both bases. Yeah. So, yeah, basically he is wiping out both um the Axelon and the Dark Side. Uh, I he's like wipe- completely wiping out both of the bases power. I like how they shoot in a straight line. In a <laughs> as most electromagnetic pulses, they shoot in a complete straight line, which also means that <laughs> that that device is positioned in such a way that it has line of sight between both bases. Except
0: if you look at the video, uh there is mat. like there's a shot with the the uh the magna pulse laser thing, the one that's heading toward the predicon base. Uh if you look at the 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 dish on the other side, the, the side that's going toward the maximal base, there's a mountain in the way. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes there is. <laughs> there is. <laughs>
1: So, so much for line of sight. That's like one out of like 11 things this episode that (laughs) we'll just move on. Uh, We cut to the dark side and um, Scorponok hilariously like loses power in his terror board. And kind of like looks down, looks up at the camera, looks down, looks up at the camera and gasps as he thuds to the ground but he's like four feet off the ground which i find is really funny like they can be standing they just choose to they just choose to use the terror boards yep and it's to prove this like megatron notices scorponoc fall land right on his head and like megatron just like bends his knees and and lands just but, fine for-
0: before Scorponok falls, uh the lights go out in the dark side and both Scorponok and Megatron's uh, computer panels like short out and go dark. Oh, everything's wiped out, right? Yeah, everything's wiped out and Megatron lets out this really like
1: angry like guttural roar. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I need to need to go back and turn the sound on. Here we go. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> what? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it uh I I actually laughed out. Every, every like every couple of episodes there's like always at least one thing that will make me as I'm sitting in my living room watching this show. There's always like at least one or two thing in every like couple episodes that will actually just make me laugh out loud. And in this episode, uh, it was this <laughs> it's
1: this end reboot. every reboot, there's something that makes me like snort laugh at least once, even if I don't really like the episode. Same thing with this. yeah. there's there's even in really bad episodes, there's very redeemable snippets. Uh yeah. there's there's two people that say, "What?" in this episode, and i'll I'll point out the other one when we. <laughs> when we get there yeah so yeah a magna pulse wiped out our base and most likely the Preds yeah and
0: uh, uh, Megatron speculates that this must be a maximal sneak attack and immediately I'm like since when has that
1: been the maximal style when have they ever well besides like Optimus Jason Voorhees when has that ever happened Yeah. Either counter, uh, well, Rat Trap infiltrated, cheat, Cheetor infiltrated, uh, but those were kind of like forced on them. And those were like,
0: those weren't even like originally intended to be attacks. Those were that, like, that was espionage. That was espionage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Only, only Optimus has been a straight-up attack. As well as when they retrieved um, Dark uh, RhinoBot.
0: Yeah, the yeah the, the Maximals never proactively attack unless they have a reason to. Like, yes. they need
1: to be going in to save someone. Or... If the pre- if the Preds like just left the Maximals alone and did their own thing, I actually think they would be better off. Yeah, like their There'd the there be too. no war. I mean, <laughs> like they they'd be able to do their science, they'd be able to repair their ship. Yeah. Right? Because like what to what end is destroying the Maximals worth it if you can't get off the planet? Yeah. And they addressed that when they tried to hijack the planet. Uh the yeah. so, hijack uh the Axelon. I was like, Oh, you don't need to win the Beast Wars, you just need you win the Beast Wars by leaving the planet. Yeah. And I feel like they forget that like <laughs> every other episode. Yeah, yeah. And win the
0: beast wars once and for all. So we're at the the Axelon now, and uh, their power's out too. But Rhinox knows this is was caused by a magna pulse. And, yeah, he says so. Uh, yeah, he says so, and he's all like, "Oh, must be the prince." Those which butters.
2: those damn varmints Optimus, get me a beer
0: <laughs> um which i mean that like that is on brand for the Predacons. so uh rhinox yeah.
1: being all like oh must be the preds like that makes sense yep yeah. they've literally done things like that multiple times on the show. Optimus goes, "Okay, I'll fly out and get the others because cuz see, there's an advantage to like having a tight ship or at least Megatron tries to have a tight ship and like knowing where everyone is because the Maximals just kind of like chill and do their own thing. Like at any given time, Cheetor is just running out in the savanna. Tiger Tigerbot is never ever anywhere within like communication range. Um and I assume Air is just flying around like living living her best bird mom life. And yeah. um
0: I think she does live at the base though because because of a, yes. a
1: comment that she makes later on. Y- yeah, I think she does like live there, but like Cheetor or I presumably Dinobot, they like being like
0: out. Yeah. They're not, they're not homebodies like Rhinox and
1: Rat Trap <laughs> and Rat Trap, yeah, <laughs> and presumably Optimus. Well, Optimus is the glue; he's probably flying back and forth. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we cut back to um, a disgusting uh, spider tapping away, and yeah. the sexy. I just realized the like metallic skin on his computer, like. Where the buttons and those levers are kind of looks like Megatron's dinosaur skin. Oh yeah, yeah, what it, the heck? <laughs> it's probably it's probably a reused sure. Look at that, <laughs> yeah. I was like that. That looks like actually exactly like the uh, the ter- Tyrannosaurus skin. Anyways, a bunch of monitors are up. Um, he was probably PC gaming earlier, and it has trajectory and stasis pod. One of them is just static one of them is of a spider which is, <laughs> is funny like well, it, it's kind of like that's his um monitor up that he had for porn <laughs> <laughs> speaking of porn, uh, spider porn
0: uh i well i was going to say it kind of makes sense like given what his uh his plan is in this episode <sighs> i'm so
1: glad it doesn't work yeah me too like me uh, too yeah, because like converting like, Black Arachnia totally worked out for him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, ha- of...
0: because because she totally hates
1: him, except except not all of a well, sudden. He- here's the thing. We know as viewers, or at least I, I this is what I presume. We know by now that Black Arachnia is like manipulative. She pretends to be nice and go along with people's plans, but she'll bail as soon as it doesn't benefit her. Or mm. loosely stay like connected. She She's good at making connections and trying to keep her options open. Right? Yeah. But Tarantulas is not like... He goes along because he could use the hand, but he's... like He, he do- obviously doesn't trust, like, 100% to trust Black Arachnia. So I don't think it's just that, oh, now she's nice. I think that by now we've figured out that she's a smooth talker, and even Tarantulas is smart enough now to <sighs> allow her to, like, quote, help, end quote, if it benefits him.
0: Yeah, I suppose, because she kind of did the same thing with uh, Starscream last week. Absolutely, yeah. Although so she it, it, her... it, it was a lot less flirtatious on her part.
1: Well, she knows why, why she was made, <laughs> right? Like she was yeah. like disgusting, <laughs> like this disgusting nerd was trying to make himself a spider girlfriend, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess Tarantulas is like, I, I get some, uh,
1: some incel vibes from him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she's, she's using that to, uh, to her advantage. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but uh, that's kind of the the gist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And speaking of black arachnia, she found his lair, which makes like what, like three maximals and two. No, it's just black arachnia, Cheetor, and rat trap that have been in Tarantulus's lair.
0: Yeah, Is his lair, um... which we we actually haven't seen for quite a while. So much
1: that's so just... that I kind of forgot about it. Honestly. Um... I, I didn't because it's it's briefly shown him in it before. But is there like a purple fog or water in his? Is it? It's fog. It's like That's a what it layer like. of fog. Yeah. Or like a laser, like like a fog, like electro layer or something. Uh oh, it's cool. That wasn't there uh,
0: before. I, I think it. Yeah, I think it's just supposed to be like mist. Cool fog. Cool yeah.
1: purple mist. Name of his first album, Purple Mist. I'd listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Ar- Arach- Arachnid metal. I wonder what that would sound like. No,
2: see.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, actually, one of my favorite metal albums of all time is called uh, uh, "In the Constellation of the Black Widow." Oh. Well, there you go. It's possible. Which is ironic because I hate spiders, but. That's a good name. It is a fantastic album. It is by a band named Anal Nathrak. Okay. Anal Nathrak. That sounds like an arachnid name. Well, Anal Nathrak is actually from the movie Excalibur.
1: I don't remember.
0: Uh, Anul Nathrak was the uh, the chant that uh, Merlin does at the beginning of the movie to uh, uh, to change the form of the king so he could like go and impregnate
1: that queen., uh, okay. okay, so that's simultaneously the most metal and the nerdiest fucking shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> it's absolutely that is really cool and really metal but that is so fucking nerdy <laughs> yeah I'm okay with that
0: uh, yeah it's uh, yeah Anul Nathrak in the constellation of the Black Widow L- listeners if you like metal check it out there bear in go. mind though this is very extreme metal this is extreme metal. This is like extreme, like psychotic black metal. Well, there you go. It's one of one of the most intense albums I've ever heard.
1: You know what? If you ever made a, a metal album, it would have to be like artistic reimagining of the Predacons in Beast Wars. <laughs> I could I could see something like that, the album art.
0: Um I made a metal EP before, not a not an out al- full album. Actually, my um when I was a teenager, I was in a uh, in my late teens. I was in a, uh, a I was a vocalist of a death metal band and uh our, our shtick was we had lyrics about just the most uh like ordinary things like getting
1: groceries or checking the mail
0: yeah like you know like failing it like we had this one song that was about like failing a test at school <laughs> like stu- like not really studying like like not really studying at all and but then like doing your best the night before but then failing anyway
1: is the most like <laughs> 2000s thing, like early 2000s thing I've ever heard. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the, like in, in this band, like I was death growling. Like I was doing this like harsh like death growl, but like what I was singing about wasn't like, you know, violence, murder, gore, or anything like that. It was just about like failing tests. <laughs> and, nice. Yeah.
1: It's music's for fishes,
2: basically. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. So Black Arachnea is all like, "So this is where you've been hiding. I know what you're up to. You want to hijack the uh the maximal stasis pod yourself?" Yeah,
1: she's she's like, "Oh, um, I want to." And he's like, "Why would I?" And he's like trying to hide his porn, like cover his monitors. Yeah, basically. And um, she's like, "Oh, I see." And he, his cover is, uh, um, "I'm doing it really important research for uh, Megatron." Yeah, that's it. You're not allowed to see. And she's <laughs> like, "Oh, shut up! I want to help you." Yeah. And he's like, "Hmm, why would you want to help me?" She calls him like she says, "Cool your gears." Tall, dark, and gruesome. At one point, which I liked, I like that line. Um. And the quid pro quo is like Megatron's a, a dummy and that she wants to lead. But mm, we're not quite there yet. And oh right, she might mention that like much, much later. But she does, yeah. We the, we cut we cut. I feel like it. Tarantulus knows that. Because he just wants to do his science. He's never really cared about leading himself. Do you remember mm. that um one time when um Pterosaur was on was on juice, and he's like, Uh, you're in charge for uh, for now. Yeah. And um Scorpionok was like, Well, lead. And he was like, Oh, okay. And he just like turns around and fuck fucks off.
0: What does he mean you command? I'm second in command. I'm taking in command. So command.
1: Oh, that's it. Yeah. He's like, so command. And he just like fucks off. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: Tarantulas doesn't care about anything that's going anything that either the Maximals or Predacons are doing. And I cut. He's a gross, like creepy motherfucker, but like, I kind of like just how out for himself he is.
1: Yeah. Not only that, his goals are kind of above that of petty. Um, like faction wars, yeah. So as, as we will see at the end of this episode, what his goal actually is here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to do what you'd think the obvious goal of this episode is. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to the end. But um, in a way, like before we continue here, in a way, um, Tarantulus and Black Arachnia are actually a good team in a weird way hmm hmm we shall see like when like as long as she gives Tarantulus what he wants and he doesn't like get in her way and he kind of is allowed to do his science i think i, I think they they can be beneficial for each other we we shall see cheers we shall see so it's yeah so we cut to a forest
0: and uh, TygaTrons walking around in beast form. And uh, why does this forest look so fucking terrible?
1: Well, what are you talking about? Oh wow, there's some JPEGs going on. Yeah, I like how I like how you know how this TV show likes to show like an animal multiple times, and it's like, ooh, I wonder what the new animal is. We get a yeah. fake out around like three, like sixteen, three seventeen, of like a poison dart frog, like leaping on a uh, tree branch, and I'm like, "Ooh, I wonder who the new Predacon's gonna be." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the the uh, in these episodes, there's always uh foreshadowing about the uh the new what the beast form of the new character is gonna be.
1: But yeah, the, uh, the forest. You don't like this scene. forest, huh? No, it looks terrible. <laughs> I like how even the dirt on the ground is like just this big. Stri- wow, they didn't even fully finish rendering some of the trees. They're literally just yellow blocks that are disconnected from the ground. Yeah. I'm at 338, and like one of the trees is just a yellow line. It's like not even connecting to the, the ground floor. Yeah. Weird. Something didn't. Maybe. Oh, multiple trees. Wow, that whole forest looks like garbage. <laughs> yeah! It, 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 uh, it looks awful. The sky right? looks beautiful. The blue and red sky. But yep, that's some uh, some bad jungle. Which is weird because the jungle in the episode where they were all blind... Looks great. Maximals? Yeah. Looked pretty great. Maybe we're being too harsh. I really like how, like, tiger-like Tigatron is. Yeah. His eyes shift and his ears like twitch, and I, I don't know. I, I get a kick of watching him be a, uh prowl all alone. Mm. And uh, he tries to radio base, and he can't. So he's like, "Well, I guess I better get there before the Pred Heads do." And he wanders
0: off. And speaking of uh foreshadowing, what the uh the beast form of the new character is going to be We see another poison
1: dart frog (laughs) We (laughs) see an anthill My money's on the poison dart frog Uh, I'll take that bet (laughs) (laughs) My pred credits Man, those are some giant nasty ass fucking looking army ants Yeah Those are like bullet ants Those are like (sighs) You know bullet ants can sting you? Bullet ants have a fucking stinger? Really? I actually yeah, don't they... know what a bullet ant is. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bullet ants also like don't, like. well, all ants do this to some degree, but they bite and the way that their mouth parts move is they saw. So instead of like pincher-like, all ants are like this, but army ants and leaf-cutting ants and bullet ants especially, they bite and then they saw, right? Like they move their yeah. jaw, like mouth parts left and right. And I've Man, can you tell I, I watch a lot of ant videos on YouTube? A lot of gross ant videos. It's amazing how fast those things can eat something. Anyways, I watched a guy pick up like a bullet ant and like let it bite him. And See, I, see, I thought you were just getting this from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That makes me seem like ants are like adorable creatures that can be tamed and ridden. And then my heart will be ripped out when, <laughs> when a fucking scorpion... <laughs> kills it. <laughs> we should we should watch um Antz with the kids. And then when reality sets in. Yeah. And then reality sets in and you're like wait a second. The ant would devour those children without a second thought. Yep. It's a fucking ant. <laughs> its loyalty is to the hive. The royalty. Oh sorry, not the hive. The colony. Uh, Speaking
0: of which, uh, the stasis pod lands. Very perfectly. No problems whatsoever. Yes, this is the first time we've actually seen a stasis pod land without any problems.
1: It wasn't knocked uh, out of orbit. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, it wasn't knocked out of orbit. Uh, It it entered the
1: atmosphere. At a good angle and
0: speed. At a good angle, and uh, it landed perfectly, didn't crash, you know.
1: I'm thinking and then it, it
0: gingerly I, lands with a hiss. Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, you know, no problems here. We're uh, we're going to end up with a uh, a pretty strong and powerful and intelligent uh, transformer. Yes, yes, because nothing went wrong.
1: Yes, well, I I have a theory about that, but we'll will, we will get in, <laughs> into it. Um. So the arachnids ri- arrive right after it scans for nearby life forms.
0: Yeah the uh, the DNA sequencer uh, uh, already went off. Yeah, already went off. Just uh, f- just uh, further emphasizing how smoothly this uh, this whole stasis pod business has been going.
1: <laughs> yeah, like for even though um, black arachnia and tarantulas arrive there, like. Like within sixty seconds of it landing, it yeah. sent off its like DNA sequencer like within thirty seconds, yeah. Which they they didn't notice apparently. And um yeah, uh, Tarantulas goes. He opens some panels and he does some science, taps some buttons, opens up the stasis pod, checks it out. Um, for some reason, Black Arachnia like touches his, like, gigantic, like, manly tarantula's pecs, his (laughs) chest. (laughs) (laughs) And she's all like, ooh, now that's the kind of sexy, smart spider boy I like. No wonder Megatron wants to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And the tarantula man is like, uh, is that why you're helping me betray him? uh yeah and she's like well megatron's hot but uh not as hot as you besides i'd lead better yeah and it's been obvious that she likes power as all dominatrixes do but tarantula seems like unconcerned like hey it's quid pro quo right like you help me do what i want and you can do what you want well, she calls him cute and puts
0: her arms around him. Oh, and, and seems, like touches se- his chin. Yeah, that seems to choke him
1: up a little bit. Uh, he like stares at her and she jumps off of him as if he's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, it made or him kind, kind of, of awkward. And, he, yeah, like instead of him going, ooh, okay. And being like putty in her, her hands. He kind of just like turns and stares at her.
0: You know, like any incel would like they they well you
1: don't it... okay hold... Here, hold, hold up i i need to you don't need to be an incel to not be sexually harassed <laughs> right like to you, like it's, it's fair it's, that's okay. one of the that's one of the tropes that are like i'm not saying that's what you're saying i know it's fun to make fun of tarantulas but like he hasn't said like no touchy but she's been like very like touchy with him And I feel like he hasn't reciprocated. And Mm. that's why I think he's not falling for her womanly charm. See, what I was
0: going to say was like any good incel who uh, often fantasizes about the touch of a (laughs) female person and uh, expresses desire for wanting that Uh, when it's actually presented with them, they have no idea what to do with it.
1: Well, also, Tarantulas is uh, a nerd working on borrowed time. Yeah. Right? Like, it it feels like he's in a rush, and we find out that he kind of is because he wants to keep whatever he's doing secret. Yeah. And he's like, Okay, lady. I'd be fine with you being all up in my business, but like, time's a ticking. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's hard to read Tarantulas, but I get the impression he's kind of like not down with her, her charms. Down, down with her sickness. <laughs> he's not down with her sickness.
0: See, I was read just her. trying to, I, I was just trying to run with the whole Tarantulas is an incel thing, but okay. Jeez, man,
1: <laughs> when you get defensive and defend incels. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I mean is, before we had talked about, like, you, ha- you had said that, oh, it's completely out of character for her to be, like, so nice and trying to be helpful. But yeah. But I don't think it's out of character. I think she's just, like, trying to manipulate um, him, Tarantulas, like she manipulates the situation often. Um, do you remember when they were on the floating uh, island, and she like over the radio? She's like, "Now is our time to shoot at the flyers and take the tower from for ourselves." And yeah, She yeah. tricked um, pterosaur into getting zapped by the obelisk. Yep. Yeah, she's she's manipulative, but I think tarantulas isn't completely falling for it because he's been kind of like neutral about her. Her advances, anyways. I've already mentioned that. Uh, onwards, um, Tarantulas does some weird hacking shit.
0: Uh, yep, and he opens up a panel on the stasis pod, and we see like what looks like a little computer chip that has a maximal insignia on it. And you hear he... a whole bunch
1: of people from mainframe scream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh. Game over,
1: <laughs> disgusting spiders. <win. laughs> Imagine if you're just chilling out in like mainframe. I mean, I assume it's a program itself, not an actual physical chip. And you just see like a giant like face in the sky, and it's tarantulas. <laughs> and then one of his claws like come down and like pick you up and pluck you off of the the motherboard. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't and don't know what uh, he, that was. Um, yeah, so he, he replaces it with his own chip. Yep. And it's got a Predacon face. Dun-dun. And the computer has a bunch of symbols on it, and it says, all right, searching for compatible life forms. But it already did that. Yeah, it already did that. Tarantulas doesn't know that, though. It's so trolling
0: a... him. He brings up a a cage that has another black widow spider. He's trying to make another black arachnia. Like literally, when isn't that weird?
1: If I was it is black weird. arachnia, I would turn to him and go, "Uh, hey, isn't that weird?" <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, fast forward. Like, let's say Beast Wars went on for five years in this timeline, and like the like the you know like. The next three Predacons are just all like like black like black Arachnia clones. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're a little bit different. Like one of them has like they have slightly different coloring. Maybe one of them has giant uh, has even bigger metallic boobs. <laughs> um, they're all just slight like variants of black Arachnia. That would one be of, weird. One of them has small boobs but a big butt. Oh, I, I'm down for (laughs) that. i replied to that too quickly. (laughs) Um, but like, well, it would kind of be like,
0: uh, you know, in Transformers generation one, like, you know, Starscream, but like the, he also had his cronies, uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker, which looked exactly like him with just different color schemes.
1: They looked just like him. Yeah, because the toys
0: were just redecos of that same mold, and even in the cartoon, like they look just like Starscream but with different colors.
1: Okay, so, but at least, so what you're saying is Beast Wars holds itself to a higher standard (laughs) than G1.
0: Absolutely, in every (laughs) conceivable way. Oh my God. Christopher's very
1: vocal about that.
0: I can't, as someone who has like started rewatching through the original Transformers cartoon, I can't for the life of me understand how anyone would think that show is better than this one. Shots fired. And I say this as someone who grew up watching G1, which is why I was so stoked when Beast Wars came out. But like... It's night and day. It it is almost a like, I, Beast Wars That's is not just even such an a, apt analogy.
1: Yeah, it, it is such a better written show. Like, and not to mention just it, the it, simple fact it's three D, and you don't realize in G one that a lot of it is just still frames with yep. them talking back and forth, like a frame of Megatron, but the background is blue, and then a frame of someone else talking. Like it's it's very low budget. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh... yeah,
0: not Transformers uh, the movie though. That's, that they actually that is put something money else.
1: In that is fucking wild. That is a wild ride. Yeah. And he's like, "Ah, I will make." What does Tarantula say? "Ooh, it will be another one of us." Yeah. And Black Arachnia is like, "Uh huh," <laughs> tapping her foot, staring at him. And um, he's like, "Oh, but the pod's computer has already selected it." And she's Shit. like, "You stop it!"
0: And he's like, n- 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 "No." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whatever it is, it will be a Predacon.
1: Yeah. And then we get a scene of Tagatron, kind of hilarious.
0: Tagatron's hopping in this.
1: It's very weird. I didn't know tigers moved like that. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of moving like a ferret, honestly. Yes, his back is like undulating. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this is like the third or fourth time we have seen this Um, Waspinator chilling in a tree. But what makes this that funny, other than the fact it's happened multiple times, is that keep in mind he's based on. It says Waspinator, I think he looks more like a hornet. But hornets are like a couple inches long. And like waspinator's gigantic, right? So the yeah. idea of this like like five hundred pound like <laughs> Wasp <laughs> or Hornet, like chilling in a tree That's That doesn't make any sense to me. It's like he doesn't understand what his beast mode like does you know how they all have instincts like cheetah yeah. wants to run around and rhinox wants to smell the flowers right yeah um i think something happened with waspinator and he he doesn't understand and he like he thinks he's a like a, a monkey or something because <laughs> he's always chilling in trees <laughs> but whenever we've seen him chilling in a tree a maximal happens to run by with important intel that he overhears. Or he interrupts somebody's party. I'd like to point out that in this like, plane, in this field, there's not a single other tree in sight.
0: I was actually just thinking that. It's a very, very barren field. Ye- yes. like there, there,
1: There's nothing there. That's one hell of a clearing. I like to think when Cheetor ran by a tree with Waspinator in it, or he was flying above it, I think. It was actually the same tree as this, and he just likes this tree. <laughs> Maybe. I like uh, that Waspinator calls uh, Tigatron, Tigerbot. Bot. Yep. Repeatedly. And I'm like, good, good. He understands. I also like that he thinks he, he can actually... <laughs> he... <laughs> he thinks he can take someone one-on-one, and, uh, well... He, he He sure shows me because he does,
0: yeah, he uh, shoots him, yeah, he shoots uh, Tigatron, and Tigatron goes flying into a rock, the only rock in
1: this field. and he bonks yeah. his head, yeah. <laughs> but now waspin to say goodbye to Tigerbot.
0: Oh, but then uh, our favorite,
1: our favorite bird bomb, Yep. <laughs> And uh, she shoots him, and Waspinator goes flying and says, oh, "I hate Bird bot. Or no, I will. Re- I remember Bird bot. and I'm like, "Ah, oh, so precious." He remembers her. Yeah, and she's all like, "I'm flattered,"
0: and uh, uh, Waspinator targets her head and shoots off one of his like stinger bullets,
1: stinger she- missiles or whatever. And This is some big dick Dragon Ball Z energy going <laughs> she's, on here. She's all like super casual about
0: it, like looking, you know, looking at her nails and everything, and then uh, just swats
1: the bullet out of the way. Yeah, I and have all expl- like, but I I'm not impressed. The, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm not impressed. I have expected the mountain to explode, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she swats his missile away, and I'm like, holy shit. And she loads up her, like, little wrist, like, launchers.
0: Yep. And uh, takes out Waspinator, and Waspinator takes crashes. Out yeah. She crashes. just shoots it, his wings. He uh, crashes headfirst into the ground. And. Literally. He, yeah. Yeah, literally. And his head is underground, and he's all groaning, and a little mouse is, like, trying to pull at, like, one of his uh, antennae.
1: Yeah, it's a rat. And, um, he's in, I guess he found its burrow or something like that, and his head slammed into it, and he's like, Waspinator hates bird bot! And I'm like, Waspinator understands our naming scheme. (laughs) (laughs) He knows. He knows. I feel like I feel like there's something between these two. But maybe Air- I'm wrong. Maybe Air- it's just their big aunt and big uncle energy. <laughs> Air razor and Tigatron? Yeah. Um Maybe. Maybe. What, maybe. What's your opinion um disregarding future episodes? Are you seeing that or is totally it just- yeah. No, yeah, no. There, there, there's oh, some
0: chemistry between them. There
1: was the the whole um, her riding on him when they were on the floating island, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's something going on.
0: Yeah, there. the The show is setting something up.
1: Yeah, and uh, Tigertron explains what's going on. There's a, a stasis pod, and you gotta we gotta beat the Predheads Heads to it. And he said, "Go, I'll follow you." And uh, as fast as she came, she flies
0: off. Well, she tries being all like, oh, but he, he, you might need backup. And he's like, no, go. I prefer to hunt alone. Right. And she's. <laughs> That's the most apt
1: Tigatron summary I've
0: ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like, well, okay. And transforms <laughs> and flies away. And Tigatron tries to leap away, but he's clearly hurt. He's hurt. And then he says something I've never seen in the entire show. Yeah, he says begin internal repairs, which I thought their beast forms just did that automatically, but it, I it guess it has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has, but yeah, this is more <laughs> like, it's more dramatic. Yeah. It adds weight to the scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So we're back at the stasis pod and shit's glowing. It is glowing so bright that it blinds the uh, the Predacons, and then this is scary shit. the
1: The new Pred is huge. Yeah, he's massive, like we, huge. We like these- he's way bigger than the Stasis Pod. He crawls out of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some like giant a a giant fucking fire ant. <laughs> crawls out of this thing, like, just screeching and howling. It's quite scary.
1: Yeah. Scarier than the the spiders, for sure.
0: Uh, I used to have the toy of Inferno when I was a kid, and the toy was fucking massive.
1: (laughs) Oh, the toy was big, too?
0: Yeah, the the toy was a mega-beast, so... Ah. That explains it. Yeah, it's pretty cool toy. It was. Is uh, he
1: is he almost like Megatron sized?
0: Uh, Megatron was an ultra beast. Uh, he was slightly
1: smaller. Okay how how about the uh, the show? So he, I think he's a little bit smaller than Megatron. Yeah, on the show, which still makes him like one of the biggest. I could be mistaken. wrong, but I think. As
0: the show goes on, I think Inferno gets smaller. That makes sense. <laughs> like they're they're really like making him look like a massive motherfucker in this episode. Yeah, that's But fair. like, I think he gets smaller as the show goes on because, like, I that, I don't even they do resizing. Him being this
1: big. Neither do I. But he's definitely gigantic in this, right? Yeah, like he's twice as big as the stasis pod when he crawls out of it.
0: Yeah, and he's, like, roaring and screeching.
1: I, l- I love um, Black Arachnia. She's like, ew, another insect. How depressing. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, agreed. The only thing worse would be another arachnid, Another spider. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh... but we agreed to disagree. And I like how she's uh, she turns to Tarantulas, and she's like, uh, are you sure it's a Predacon? Dude, look at it. That's not yeah. <laughs> that's not a maximal.
0: <laughs> no. The thing has like fucking pointed teeth and giant like glowing red eyes. Of course it's not a maximal.
1: Yeah, I I like how So, okay, so we had a problem here. Well, you know, well when we get to it, we get to it. Um tarantula says, "I am your cre- creator." Identify yourself. Presumably, his chip kind of reprogrammed him a bit. That's why he's saying, "I am your creator," or that was an attempt to do so.
0: Yeah, uh, Black. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but Black Arachne mentioned, I think, back when uh, we were in Tarantula's lair, she mentioned that. Uh, tarantulas had planned to reprogram the protoform as a predacon loyal to him
1: oh you're right yeah we we some we skip skipped over some of that yeah um and he's like Ooh, so what if i oh oh this is when he goes <laughs> and he like shakes his head and he's like so what are you going to do about it and he like gets up in her face and she like gets it real up close to his face and she's like help you of course yeah and i'm like now kith <laughs> um and he's like huh and i'm like oh shit like tarantulas tarantulas has now now in hindsight i realized that he was pretending that that was his plan that mm. his real plan is a yet to come so I'm that's sure that why the... he was like Ooh, you discovered my my plan
0: I'm sure that was part
1: of his plan,
0: but it wasn't... Not the
1: important, the yeah, most it important wasn't,
0: part. Yeah, it wasn't the important part. To be fair,
1: pretty great plan. He's yeah. the driving force between, behind the entire plot of this. Yeah. And pretty good plan. Having a loyal, like, Predacon who... It, if If there wasn't it a problem worked. with the ship... Yeah, he could have, like, secretly been, like, more loyal to Tarantulas, and helped him get the pod back, mm-hmm. but we'll touch touch on that in a second. Because, surprise, surprise, he's crazy, and his logic circuits are t- like, fried. Because he, yes. yells, he yells, Spiders, you dare invade the colony! And I'm yep. like, yeah, that's what a spider would do. Yep. I just don't give a shit.
0: So he, uh, he shoots at them. And... Oh yeah,
1: sorry. He says, um, "Dramatic rock music plays," and he <laughs> says, uh, "Infer <laughs> Inferno terrorize," and he looks rad. I have to say, he looks fucking rad. And he roars. I agree. At Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he shoots and His at gun them. is rad. Looks like a gun you'd have in Devil May Cry. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and they, uh,
0: uh, they go. They they go and hide not behind a rock but behind
1: a tree. Yeah, I, I like how they're still they're still like twenty feet away and still clearly visible. But Inferno, after shooting them, they kind of go flying. He goes ah, good, and he starts to like patrol like a Brit, like a soldier right in front of his pod. Yeah, he he's <laughs> just marching back and forth. They're twenty feet it's away, a... like patrol. they're still in shot. His uh... tail is a little wild. He's got like some. Fat butt, spinny thing going on. Yep. Like, like Dinobots, like tail, co- like copter, but, but like you know, on his butt. <laughs> I like how uh, Black Arachnia calls him a six-legged freak, and I'm like, when did that movie Eight-Legged Freaks come out? Like ten years after this? No,
0: less. Than no, that. like 2002. It was early 2000s, right?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 2002. You have a good memory for, for that kind of thing. Let's see. Yep, yeah, 2002. Uh-huh. And um, watching this just kind of made me chuckle because she's like, that six-legged freak nearly roasted us. And I'm like, you have eight legs. Well, maybe that's he's why he's the he, freak.
0: Maybe that's why he's the freak, though, because he doesn't have eight legs.
1: Whoa. <laughs> from her perspective. Oh, so the normies. Well, what if he had 10? Would he be even, like, more godlike? I'd still or be is afraid. 8 the magic number?
0: Yeah. 8's <laughs> the magic number because 8 is the number of legs that they have.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say something deep. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, not at all. When do I ever do that? I thought you were going to make, like, a, ma- a magic 8-ball joke or some sort of, like, gigabrains-like meme. <laughs> Well, hey uh, nope. man, um, spiders are like horrifying predators. Like, if they were like human sized or if we were spider sized, we would have gone extinct long ago. I don't even want to think about that, so let's move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably
0: a bad <laughs> subject. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the movie Eight Legged Freaks. Uh, yeah, these two eight legged freaks basically are talking about the fact that. Uh, uh, Inferno's beast form is overriding his logic circuits, uh-huh. and Black Arachnia is all like, "He thinks he's a real ant, fucking Ew. idiot." <laughs>
1: they they they, con- they converse. They they come up to. Con- this is what I mean by they're almost a good team. They actually converse like very quickly here. Like they're both intelligent enough that they can quickly get across um, information. Yeah, And that's something um, I have never, ever seen with anyone on the Predacon side. <laughs> right? Like, it's always like Scorponok being like, Hey, yeah, look, wait a second! Look at the rest of the Predacons, though. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's why Megatron talks to himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if the only other intelligent com- conversationalist is Tarantulas, I mean, maybe I'll just talk to myself anyway. Yeah. So, I have questions. <laughs> um yes okay continue so you're going to talk about how his logic circuits are fried inferno who is an ant by the way if we haven't mentioned <laughs> thinks that his single pod the pod that is smaller than him is his colony yeah. <clears throat> and that um because they're spiders they're enemies of ants that anybody who threatens it is his enemy all right continue what are your what are your questions the show will inevitably answer
0: so this is the first time we've had a stasis pod land on the planet without any problems whatsoever correct so what is wrong with inferno
1: okay here's i'm I only I I only thought about this after second viewing <clears throat> okay Tarantulas' Predacon chip fucked it up because okay. they're maximal pods, right? And when you um, reprogram them, you run the risk because you're you're changing the OS, right? They're running Pred OS instead of um, right. instead of uh, Good Guy OS, and something effed up, and his logic circuits like like didn't take. He's still like a Predacon, but he's oh, we're going to get into it, but if anyone's just listening to this and you know how we say like Waspinator isn't fully functional? I think Inferno is the least functional of all the Transformers we've seen on the show. (laughs) He take Dinobot's aggression but like dial that up to 11. But take like Waspinator's um intelligence but Cheetor's self-perseverance, like self uh, yeah, perseverance. You know, Cheetor just leaps into like situations and gets himself in trouble. Yeah. Because this guy is mega aggro He doesn't seem to have any form of like like um like uh you know live to fight another day kind of like mentality yeah and i would say waspener dumber than him but it's impossible to tell <laughs> <laughs> well
0: at this point anyway um my only th- uh my my only thought about your uh theory about pred OS. Is Black arachnia turned up
1: on? <laughs> uh maybe. So so is the problem is that he's dumb or is the problem you have that he thinks he's an ant <laughs> All of the above. Okay, so Because like the problems
0: I, that Tigatron has had were the result of the pod getting damaged.
1: Yes. And that was similar to what he's um, to what Inferno is going through now, where they identify more as their beast mode. Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah, but nothing went wrong with Inferno. So, like, why?
1: So his logic circuits were damaged, maybe because at the last second after the scan, Tarantula switched the like the chip. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was it was compiling the. The, the data.
0: The only thing that makes any kind of sense is that tarantulas fuck something up.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm going with that. <laughs> and and as for why he's like actually the dumbest thing we've ever seen, um, maybe that's just what the maximal was like before. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe like you know how we make fun of Cheetor for being like um, um, a student on his practicum maybe this was somebody who like uh what's it called when you like hitch a ride illegally um stowaway maybe this is a stowaway
0: see i was gonna be like
1: love spaceships time to go for a ride maybe he was the axelon janitor oh you know what i'm going with that forever that's that's canon (laughs) he's the axelon janitor (laughs) <laughs> he, I'm just happy to be here, like super enthusiastic, super dutiful, really good at his job. But like, outside of like mopping the, but here's the thing: most housemen, most housemen are like, I don't know if you've ever worked at a, at a, you probably have like janitorial and housemen like stuff at um your workplace. But all my first team, job
0: was as a janitor.
1: So. Yeah, but basically you're like, oh, I can clean, but then you quickly find out that you do. So much more than you're getting paid for. Yep. I don't feel like that's the case with <laughs> with Inferno. I feel like you're like, Inferno, Mop Floor. Section like like uh, two two dash B and you go, I aye, Captain, Mop floor, and he goes there with a broom and dustpan.
0: <laughs> See I was gonna say like and then he goes and just like sets fire to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For the royalty, I have doused the, wa- <laughs> have doused the water with gasoline, <laughs> as requested. <laughs> oh, even but even before, um, he had a beast mode. He said, "For the royalty." <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like to think that too that they were like very similar to the way they were now. Yeah, there's some weird like tension as like tarantulas like mounts, uh, black arachnia. Yeah, it was. Kind of, it's kind of a weird visual, but basically he's like holding her back because she's like, "Oh, I'll just poison dart him um and knock him out." Yeah, and he's and all he's like, like, "No!" And he like pushes himself on her to stop her because they're both in spider form. And I'm like, I don't want to see two spiders mounting each other and like pushing their I, I thoraxes do, against I, each other.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> like that visual. I, I really don't like. It legit looks like they're gonna fuck. <laughs> and like her like thorax is like like bending like, against his. Yeah,
1: like the physics is actually like it's squishy. As if yeah. her like thorax is squishy.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, so it's not just me, yeah. No, spiders I... are bad enough. I don't wanna <laughs> have to think that spiders actually like mate. <laughs>
0: I mean, I know that
1: they do. I just don't want to think about the fact that that happens. Or see um, Black Arachnia's, like, squishy, huge spider donk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of... No, I got nothing. Um, (laughs) uh, Air Razor, everybody's favorite bird mom is here.
0: uh, But yeah, basically, Tarantulas is like, no, don't shoot it, you'll risk damaging the pod. And she's all like, "Oh, why do you care so much about the stasis pod anyway?" And he's all like, "Well, that's not for you to know." So now, and then he bites her neck and pins her down. So now we get, now we know that uh, Tarantulas has ulterior motives. Okay,
1: so we are at Air Razor, and she's like, "Objective in three nano clicks," and the wiki says a nano click is approximately one second. So it's weird that she's talking to herself and saying that the objective is in three nano clicks. Weird that she would say that when it's only three seconds away. But here we are, folks. Air razors flying in to save the day. Yep. Looks like I the like new Maximal optimistic. is online. Yeah, I like how uh, optimistic she is. She's like, yeah, the new <laughs> Maximal's online, like you said. And uh, it cuts to freaking Inferno. With this nasty ass bug face. Yeah, he looks like a maximal. Yeah, just saying. And he's like, another invader comes from the air. And he, holy shit, he can fly for some reason. Cause you know what can fly? Ants. Uh, there's another. <laughs> I've been compl- we've been complaining about this episode. Why does he fly? <laughs> I don't know. Why does Optimus fly? Cause he's Optimus Primal. <laughs> <laughs> And he has gorilla jets. Optimus needs to fly. What's this guy's excuse? I like how air Razor meets him in the air and she's I like mean, as GTOR would say, that flight mode is ultra gear. And I'm I like mean, go uh, ahead.
0: sorry, I was gonna say, I mean, to be fair, flying ants are a thing
1: that exists. Uh, that's true when they yeah, they're the like breeders go out and Yeah. And yeah. before they, like, settle down and, like, found, find a new colony, they, they fly around. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, But they usually lose their wings.
0: Flying ants feel like a mistake of nature to <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> okay, so, like, I'm gonna try to keep this sidebar brief. Uh, The first, like, fall, early fall or late summer, I was in my place, and the second, and the third, and hell, even Fast forward like six, and then they, they just like the cat, it they came back. There has been like I don't know how to describe this ant outbreaks. And I educated myself on ants thoroughly because I just looked over one time. Oh, that's weird, there's a flying ant, and you know, smacked the flying ant, went back to playing Xbox Live as uh, I did back like six, seven years ago. And um there's another one. What the heck? And now this one's like flying and like landing on me. Ugh, and then I look over and like a fluid pouring out of a hole, like on a sinking boat, like spewing out, or hundreds of winged ants Jesus spewing out of this small like corner of where the moulding like meets like a half wall in my living room. Like a little hole. I Completely freaked out, went and grabbed something like corrosive from under my sink. It wasn't like for bugs; it was like for cleaning ovens or some shit. Um, that totally shouldn't be used on wood, and like sprayed down the hole, covered it, like stuffed something in it, and just started spraying like the bugs and frantically like smacking them. And I'm not afraid of touching them and squishing them with my hands. And but like, oh my god! Now there's hundreds of flying fucking ants in the living room. Hundreds. Anyways, what happens is when wow. a colony is, yes, when a colony is doing very good and they have a lot of food, um, they have certain cycles. And what happens during um, a, so this particular cycle is at the end of summer, maybe like early fall, they get a whole bunch of like winged ants. These are kind of like possible new queens right? Mm. And um, some of the smaller ones have uh, wings, too. And I think, I might be wrong, the the ones that have wings are both males and females, and they fly off to go start a new colony. Still part of the same colony. Like, if they ever met, I think they'd have the same pheromones, and they wouldn't fight. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But they fly off, and the The males will follow the the females. They'll land, and they will be like their um their guards slash the the ones that uh, mate with the the queen, right? Mm. So what they do is when these ones are eat, they eat and they get like nice and big and fat, the winged ones, all the drones in the colony grab them, grab all the ones with wings, like because that's what the workers do, right? And they f- all at once, like, they plan it all at once in one big signal and they push them out. They forcibly grab them and with their mouth and they push them out like, and like, like all at once they go, get the fuck out of here. And then instinctually they go, Oh shit. And they crawl around and they, they meet up with some males and like females and they go, okay, let's go. And they, they peace out and they fly, fly off. Really not good to have happen in your living room. Really fascinating subject. <laughs> um yeah so then in like the next summer after i was expecting that it's every it it skips a year every now and then because it's almost handled but basically there's a huge colony underneath my apartment building and sometimes they like erupt out of the hallway like carpets like whenever they reach critical mass like that and i the hallway carpets as in like to the apartment not like uh the the main hallways to the apartment complex not my my hallways and there's only like yeah that's what i figured you meant Yeah. yeah there's only one or two spots they come out of if they do come out and it's never as bad as that first year but man it is you enter a panic when you're like oh what the heck i can see one because you know maybe not that night maybe when you're not looking, maybe when you're at work or something like that, like dozens are going to spill out unless maybe. you like fl- like plug the hole that they're coming through. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. But someday. <laughs> Anyways, that's my horror story about ants.
0: <laughs> that was horrifying. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of ants, uh, so Inferno is able to take flight because uh, his ant thorax that sits, uh well his hanging butt. off of his butt. Yeah. Uh it splits open into four quarters which kinda look like propellers. And yeah, and then there's jets. Yeah, and then there's a jet uh like it's right awkward. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's kinda weird looking. Um it is what exactly what the toy looked like though, so uh props
1: to the animators. Air Razor stops midair and she's like, as Cheetor would say, your that flight mode is ultra gear, and she gives him a thumbs up. And I'm like, that is such a mom thing. I, I was okay. yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> I'm like, Wow. And as the youth say, that flight mode is ultra gear, and I'm like, you tried. it. Yeah. And she's like, Hi, I'm Air Razor, and he's like, ruh, 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 Defender of the colony, your invader, nine 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 nine. And she's like, wait a second. (laughs) And then Black
0: Arachnia Black Arachnia is all like out of the way, bitch. Transforms and shoots one of her uh, like grapple arrow missile things at her and blows her out of the sky and then steps on her and she's all like for the colony. Oh, I forgot. She, like, steps on her. She likes stepping on people. Yeah, She's all like, for the colony! And Inferno zips by and is all like, you're not of the colony? What's wrong with, like, what?
1: Yeah, he's like, you! You not ant! And she's (laughs) like, actually, I'm a personal friend of your mom's.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a personal friend of the royalty.
1: And um, she's like, so why don't we talk now?
0: Yeah, and uh, Tarantulas is over at the Stasis Pod, and he being is being a sneaky fucker. He's affixing what is essentially a trailer
1: hitch this to is it. So gross! <laughs> <laughs> he like grunts and like trembles, and his eyes like flit open and closed as if he's like coming. His brains out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and he, and he shits grunts. he shits a big glob of web onto this trailer hitch,
1: <laughs> so I can't tell if that was painful or pleasurable, but yeah he he grabs it with some webbing out of his spinneret,
0: yeah, and so he starts uh <laughs> he fucks off and uh drags the spot away
1: as and um inferno as he says
0: as he says, uh keep talking while I secure the real prize
1: suck. So and inferno lands down beside the downed air raiser and black arachne and he's huge his gun is as big as black arachnia
0: yeah oh and uh, tarantulas also says at last i have the means to escape this dirtball
1: Oh,
0: uh, coincidence so we're we're getting tarantulas has a plan here
1: he's he's uh he's a tarantula man with a plan eh yep and yet it shows, um, fricking, uh, Inferno. It, okay. Hold up. They have said by the Inferno multiple times. Why did they name one? Why is there one named Inferno? <laughs> uh, would that be like a... taking the name hell? Cause he's a fire ant. Yeah. But like they use that as a term. Presum- so it would be like naming like yourself Hell.
0: Presumably <laughs> on Cybertron, he was a fire truck.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I get your point. I know. I like that. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> it's ironic, right? To name a fire truck Inferno. Yeah. Because they put out fires. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, ooh, body feel tingly. Yeah. He's, is like, he's all yeah, shorting been... out. You've been in robot form too long, dude. Transform. And he doesn't get it cuz he's dumb. Yeah. Me no understand. And and Black Arachne is like, "You, Predacon, like me. <laughs> we conquer, we rule. It destiny." Yeah. Um... and he's like, "No, fuck you. Only the royalty rules. <laughs> me soldier defend." <laughs> And he like looks around and he goes the colony and like Black Arachnia has some like trippy cyberpunk fucking eyes and she like and this is funny her eyes go nuts as if she's scanning but then it just shows like thirty feet away <laughs> like there's nothing special I don't know why she's seeing in black and white vision like presumably some sort of um infrared yeah yeah like thermal but he's vision. he's like thirty feet away
0: yeah. <laughs> And Inferno uh, transforms yep. and is all like the
1: colony. His ant form is fucking huge. it that's what I may, mean. Huge. Like his head is as big as Black Arachnia. Yeah. And I think you're right. He is not that big as the show progresses. Yeah, it is very weird that he's that large. Also, and, uh, I, uh, yeah, I would like, I, I would like to point
0: out uh, just real quick uh, the guy who voices Inferno. His name's Jim Burns. Oh. Uh, He's a notable character actor. Uh, He's American, but he's lived in Canada, I think, since, like, the 70s. Uh, I actually met him once. What's his name? Uh, Jim Burns. Okay, you met him? Yeah, I actually met him once. Uh, I ran into him at a gas station in Nanaimo, British Columbia. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, And uh, the reason why I knew it was him, uh, why I recognized him, was because he starred in the live-action Highlander TV show as the character Joe Dawson, and I was really into the Highlander TV show when I was a kid as well. Dude with the the ponytail, right? Well, that was well, Duncan McLeod. That, I was
1: going to say yes. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, uh, Joe Dawson was...
1: Uh, Oh, uh, no, I meant just the, the TV show had the dude with the, oh, the yes, ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I stopped and thought, and I'm like, wait a second. Dan that, McLeod of the Everyone clown had McLeod. a ponytail. Yeah. Uh, everyone had a ponytail back then. So that's not really narrowing yeah, it down.
0: Yeah, including me. Including me right now. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of growing my hair
1: out long again. Oh, shit yeah then then we can truly be 90s kids yeah we'll uh, but yeah
0: to, yeah but yeah i uh met jim burns randomly
1: at a gas station and... and you were just like hey big fan yeah pretty much and he was like oh cool how did he, how did he react was he like oh cool I'm surprised you recognize me or was he like kind of just hey, how's it going?
0: I, I, I was like uh I was like, oh, hey, are you uh, Jim Burns? And one of the reasons, like, how I caught on was because of the way he walked. Because uh, the actor actually doesn't have legs. Uh, okay. He, yeah, he lost them in a, um, uh, in a car accident like decades ago. So he walks on artificial legs. So he uh, walks kind of awkwardly. Right, right. And so and like I saw that from watching Highlander. And so um seeing him in person, like kind of recognizing him and also like just recognizing the way he walked, I was like, Oh, that's that's gotta be Jim Burns. And I was like, Oh, hey, are you Jim Burns? And he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, big fan. Really liked you in Highlander and uh really liked you in Beast Wars as the voice of Inferno. And he was it's just rad. like, "Oh, thanks. I that that's not one that uh, a lot of people mentioned to me."
1: <laughs> oh, that's the thing. So, okay, so listeners, Christopher and I have complained about the episode. There's nothing wrong with Inferno himself. <laughs> it's it's an interesting character. He's dumb, right? But yeah. like the the voice acting is great, and I'm fine with a super super aggro like aggressive like character you need somebody beside pterosaur to blow up every episode <laughs> yeah
0: and yeah. uh indeed uh another character other than terror actually pterosaur isn't even in this episode oh that now that i think about it yeah, he's not in it at all no he's not yeah speaking think, of yeah i don't think Cheetor is in this episode either or rat trap or dinobot <laughs> Or Dinobot,
1: yeah. Huh. Oh, well. And, uh, well, uh, to get in the swing, back in the swing of it, uh, Tigatron finds Airazor. Good thing they didn't finish her off. And um, she's injured, and uh, she talks to Tigatron, tells him that they, they took the pod. And uh, Tigatron's like, okay, well, I'll track him, and I'll go after it. Maybe I can retrieve it. Uh, you go back to base, tell Optimus I might need backup. And she's like, oh, but, uh, and then he, like, is just like, no, I hunt better alone.
0: And then she's all like, or sometimes you can be too alone.
1: <laughs> That's some Giga Brain comment. That's some um, <laughs> a motivational, like, like, mom post. <laughs> mom or something more. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite <laughs> oh. fucking scene. <laughs> This this is this brings such joy. So look at the size of the spyglass that he has. It's like as big as his torso. Okay, so listeners, it immediately cuts to somewhere near the dark side, and there's literally. The I have found nest. the show art for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's literally the crow crow's nest, as in there's a skinny like little pole. No, no discernible way how. By the way, Scorponok got up here. There's no ladder or anything. Scorponok can't fly. But there's a little platform at the very top with just enough to fit like, maybe one or two Predacons in it. And there's a comet. Scorponok is hanging out here, and there's a comically large like spyglass. But it's mounted, like the ones that are near docks that you have to kind of like pay for. Yeah. And he's just chilling out, playing pirate. Like, looking through it. But here's the thing. it only seems to see as far as he does, but the ship's scanners have picked up like maximals, like over a dozen kilometers away. So what is he doing out here? <laughs> okay. Christopher, convince me he's not playing pirate. So, <laughs> okay, so my my counterpoint
0: to this is, Maybe the ship's power is still out, so their long-range sensors okay. aren't working. That so, makes sense. So Scorpionock finally has an opportunity to play pirate like he's always wanted to, and go get out the spyglass and have I, I to like... look around for
1: Maximals. <laughs> That's so bizarre. <laughs>
2: I, I imagine
1: he's like, oh, all of our scanners are offline. And he turned, uh, Megatron turns to Scorponok and Scorponok face lights up and he's like, Megatron, you mean? And then Megatron sighs and goes, ah, oh, yes, you can play pirate. <laughs> Yay. A vest matey. Who goes there? <laughs> can you, uh, if it's not extra work, Photoshop an eye patch onto... <laughs> Uh I, I think... Uh, I, think ends... the, uh, I, I think he'll be too small. Yeah, he'll be, to be he'll noticeable. Be small. Yeah. Fuck, that's so dumb. And um anyways, he sees um, Tarantulas hauling the space... <laughs> Fuck, this is... See... <laughs>
0: yeah, so, okay, my favorite so, line in this entire episode. Okay, so... I think this actually might be one of my favorite lot. Li- it's, it's definitely my favorite thing Scorponok
1: there. has ever said. It's up there because, so anyone listening, unless <laughs> this is your first time listening, I like to make fun of Scorponok and I act like he's not fully functional and I act like he's about 10 when I'm doing my impressions. They're not that far off from the actual Scorponok. But then it started showing him making cyber bees and being a scientist and stuff. And I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. No, I'm going full back, like, 10-year-old, like, Scorponok is just, like, like, playing pirate here. Because he looks through his fucking spyglass as Megatron's, like, trying to reboot, like, one of the ship's computers. And
0: Megatron, like gets like comically mad because the the computer shorts out and he's all like oh, where is Tarantulas this <laughs> is gestures.
1: his job and he sorry. like does like a hand gesture at I the love computer. his I love his hand gesture it's like a stock like footage of like an old person like pointing at their monitor yeah yeah so, sorry to interrupt yeah you were like uh what does he uh, say he's blast where is Tarantulas this is his job <laughs> fuck and like you said he's comically gesturing at it <laughs> like fuck. and the funny thing is i'm like oh okay so tarantulas is the it guy yep well he he doesn't know this but like uh he's the one that caused this shit so he he gets uh scorp uh
0: scorponok radios in and is all like scorponok to megatron and megatron's all like report and can, the, can uh, i yeah y- <laughs> please do yeah. My he's favorite like, line.
1: He's like, oh, Megatron, Tarantulus is coming and and something's chasing him. <laughs> and so it cuts <laughs> to Megatron looking through presumably a feed of yeah. Tarantulus's So by the way, if you're thinking, oh, well he he sees it from some from so far away, it's easy to mistake that. No, because no, th- it shows us a feed. It's the feed of Scorponok Spyglass, and it's very clearly, without question, in high like definition, Tarantulas towing <laughs> pod, <laughs> and Megatron with a like a weird, puzzled, disappointed grimace on his face turns to the camera <laughs> as if completely just befuddled, but also ignoring. Scorponok's idiotic statement. Because he immediately goes, hmm, a stasis pod. <laughs> so, Scorponok, come on. You, you invented <laughs> cyberbees. Oh, God. So, uh, that scurrilous Meg- spider's up to his old tricks again. Megatron, Tarantulus is
0: coming, and something's chasing him. And something's chasing him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't, that that is one of the few <laughs> lines that redeem this episode. I think that's my that might be my favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite Scorponok lines. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's my. Uh, that is definitely
0: <laughs> that is my favorite Scorponok line, as is. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, like, there are Without a lot of context. Li- yeah, there are a lot of lines that we. Of various characters in this show that we'll like kind of run with and make our own things out of. We don't even uh, need to run with that.
1: No, no. He's literally not playing pirate, and that's what <laughs> yeah. he literally says. <laughs> like, word for word. <laughs> Tarantulas is coming, and something's chasing him. As <laughs> Tarantulus is clearly just towing a fucking stasis pod. <sighs> and Megatron immediately notices. Ignores what the hell Scorponok said. Yeah. <laughs> and goes, hmm, a stasis pod? That little fucker is up to something. <laughs> yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I imagine Scorponok being up in the um, in the uh, crow's nest, and he waves at Tarantulas, and Tarantulas is like, <gasps> and looks worried, and he goes, run, Tarantulas, you can do it!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Tarantulas is like, what? And he just waves back, and then Tarantula or Scorpionox like, "Ahoy, matey!" Tarantula's is like, "Sure, dude," <laughs> and just keeps going about his business. But he can't go about his business because apparently the ant is faster than him, which makes sense because ants are creepy and fast and gigantic. Well,
0: spiders are creepy and fast as That's well. That's a good
1: point. <laughs> Um, uh, the sorry, the the computer in the dark side um pipes up. One of the monitors for in front of Megatron's just static now, but um the other one says I'm reading Predacon energy signature. Yeah. Um, but uh no such units listed in its in our database. And Megatron's yeah, so. like, hmm, strange. <laughs> New Predacon. <laughs>
2: yes. I like it. And this
1: fucking um, praise the royalty. I found it, and then a little tiny spider jumps onto it, <laughs> and he's like a sixth as big as tarantulas is like a sixth as big as inferno seems to be, and I'm like, uh oh, this isn't gonna end well. Except yep. that it does, because as Tarantulus like transforms, he just shoots a net, those yep. en- like energy webs, and pins him to a to a rocky a rock yeah he webs him up yeah but then Scorponok is there and he's like hey megatron says bring that pod to him at once it wasn't chasing you <laughs>
0: Me- megatron has ordered this pod brought to him at once
1: <laughs> and then uh-oh a really cool realistic explosion blows the stasis pod up and slow-mo sends Tarantulus and Scorponok flying. And
0: but, then it's a Looney the way, moment. The way scorpionok goes flying is kind of funny, because he just, yeah. like... He kind of just goes straight back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's very cartoon explosion. He hits a rock. Rock. Has and another then, rock on top of and, it. And the, yeah, and then another <laughs> rock that was on top of that rock falls onto his head. That's a running like Predacon bit now. Rocks falling onto their heads. There's a lot of rock-based humor gags yeah, in this yeah. show, and lots and, of rock uh, music too. That that's true. Yep. And uh, coincidence? Too. <laughs> I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think not. No. So there's two people that are disappointed that the stasis pod has been blown up. For vastly different reasons. <laughs> For very different reasons. <laughs> Tarantula screams no, but s- someone else screams no more so. Inferno. And then, who was it? It was Tigerbot With his tummy gun. And he's like, you won't be getting any of our secrets. I don't know why he was Irish there. <laughs> you, you won't be getting any of our secrets, <laughs> yeah, dirty, <laughs> yeah, dirty, preds. And that sounds weird saying
0: that. <laughs> and Scorpion is all like, "Arr, avast, ye tiger, <laughs> avast, ye tiger, have you come for? Have ye come
1: for our loot, our booty?
0: Yes, scurvy, yes,
1: scurvy, kitty." <laughs> You scurvy! You scurvy dog! And he's like, I am no dog. And um, speaking of booty, uh, Arachnia, <laughs> Lady Arachnia shows up. <laughs> like, stealth mode? And karate chops Tiger Bot in the back of the neck, sending him flying off the little hill he's on. Yeah. And she says something clever. She says, and you won't be getting any older, Stripes.
0: Yeah, and uh Tarantulas, uh, indeed, Tarantulas starts like machine gun leg. Like like using his like little spider machine hit, Finally finally
1: hitting somebody with that. Yeah, and Tigatron's getting shot to shit. Shot well he's cl- that's the time you want to use those um like spider machine guns like right up close like that. And he's fucked. It, he's in a bad position here.
0: Yeah, and then megatron shows up in his beast form and in for what and yeah like he stomps in and roars and like the camera like shakes as he moves around it's it's scary it is in for what is otherwise kind of a stupid fucking episode it's rad yeah he shows
1: up and roars
0: why like why is megatron like why is like like, why in this episode are we getting, like, a very bestial, like, scary Bad
1: Megatron? scary Megatron instead of jovial, like, I'll get you next time, <laughs> Megatron. Yeah. So, ti- Tigerbot, holy shit, kind of not in a great position, and it only gets worse, like, second to second. Like, Black Arachnia chops him in the neck, um, Tarantulas, like, shoots him, like, the fuck up, like, he's injured, like, there's, like, scrapes and, like, slashes all over his body. Megatron shows up. And what does he say here? He tr- he transforms, and oh my uh, God. The,
0: the Predacons fuck off. This is because dumb. Because they're intimidated. And he's all this like... This is
1: really dumb.
0: Playtime's the, the spiders,
1: over, pussycat. Yeah. Cheers. The spiders fuck off. Why?
0: Well, because they have they know
1: that they've pissed off Megatron. But but Why? They, they just reprogrammed a Predacon for him. It's like when you and your cousins are playing in the backyard, and your aunt like calls you into the house, but it's not dinner time, and you just assume that you're in trouble because you know you did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I was going to bring up... <laughs> I was going to... Uh, bring that up
1: like Megatron like they're they're scared because they knew that
0: they were working against
1: yes but technically he doesn't know they've done anything wrong so I find he suspects it though yes as as is evidenced with something he says later Mm -hmm. but like they peace out for no reason other than just like you, you know when you like run away you're like oh shit like my aunt or like my mom or my grandma's like pissed off and you like run but you have to come home (laughs) <laughs> that's what they're yeah. kind of doing they're like oh fuck and both black arachnia and tarantulas like peace out they just get the fuck out of there which good thing for uh tiger Tigertron, but not so good because well playtime's over pussycat yes i like how defiant he is Tigatron says uh, who's the first to sample my bite and I'm like, dude, you're like barely holding yourself up.
0: Yeah, I I appreciate that level of bravado. Uh, so inferno level of defiance. Uh, so inferno uh, is basically all like, oh, whoever destroyed the colony will burn, and he gets all mad and transforms and breaks out of the uh, the webbing and flies into the air, screaming like a madman, screaming like a maniac, Wah! And, and Megatron's all like, I like him. Cheers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and Inferno's all like, who destroyed the colony? And Megatron Ooh. capitalizes on this and is all like, he is the one! The Maximal! <laughs> and Inferno Inferno's like, well, fuck you, Maximal, and fuck every other Maximal, too. <laughs> you notice Tigatron here, his, uh, his tiger face has a black eye. What? Oh, it kind of does, eh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, like it's swol, like it's black and it's swollen shut.
1: It's a- oh, it's even swollen shut. It is, yeah. Oh sh- Shit! Wow, it's that a is neat- a really good catch. Yeah, it's a neat little detail. Huh? Wow, that is really good catch. There's only like, like, less than a few frames that it's up close. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, okay, I can kind of see now. So what the heck so Inferno flies over to finish off um uh TigerTron, Tigatron like standing over right over top of him and he's like you will burn. And then a missile comes out of nowhere and, and hits blows Inferno him into several pieces. Many many like completely blows him up. Like his head is intact and then all the limbs but there's he's just chunks. Completely doesn't hurt Tigatron.
0: Yeah, and then huh. we see that it is Optimus super-aping through the air.
1: What did he one, shoot him
0: with? He shot him with one of his shoulder missiles that we've seen him use before, but not ever to the effect that they just straight-up blow someone apart with one hit. And yeah. indeed, he shoots another one at Megatron, but he and it doesn't that. blow... It, kind it, of. Yeah, it doesn't blow him up. It blows a hole. Oh, his, in his torso stomach. is fucked up. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. well, he takes so, him out with one shot. And so when I was watching this earlier, I'm like, dude, why aren't you using these missiles on literally everyone
1: all the time? Yes. <laughs> like right. It can it can almost take out Megatron, and it can completely take out Inferno. Like, yeah. bro. Like, you guys need to start using these missiles. <laughs> yeah, shoot shoot everyone with them. All the time. So, um, Air Razor, because Cheetor's missing from this episode, uh, she tries to use Cheetor lines, which I kind of find of endearing. I find, like, kind of <laughs> heartwarming. And she's like, oh, what does she say? She says some corny shit. Uh, time to hit the wind! <laughs> Yeah, Um. Like and the yeah. And so uh, Optimus Super Apes Away holding uh Tigatron. Yeah. <sighs> well
0: and the Tigatron's has... like, uh that's another of my nine lives I like, owe oh, Air Razor.
1: Oh right. Yeah. And um here okay. Bro, the show has told us multiple times. That the only one light enough for Optimus to carry in his flight in his like robot form is rat, is trap. rat trap. But he he picks up Tigatron and flies away quite comfortably with him. Yep. Okay. Show whatever. Anyways, <laughs> moving different into, writers. The the thing is that's like the eighth like problem we had with the episode. So I'm not even surprised. Hmm. And uh yeah, Megatron like like in in like great futility, just like angry like shoots his purple laser at him multiple at the flying duo multiple times. His mouth laser. Yeah. And uh Scorpinox like they're they're out of range, Megatron. Kind of like as if you're talking to somebody who's embarrassing themselves. Yeah, <laughs> which he, is he... kinda what Megatron's doing here. Like a tant throwing a laser tantrum. <laughs> yeah. And he throws Inferno's head at him. And he's like, Put him back together and find me those spiders. I want a few words with them. Yeah. And uh,
0: Inferno's sever head just keeps repeating in a distorted voice Defend the colony.
1: Defend the colony. Defend the colony. Defend the colony.
0: And Scorponok, like smacks it so it shuts up. And uh <laughs> then we're we're back at the, the Axelon. It's snowing apparently. Yeah. It's because <laughs> go. there. Oh. <laughs> he he, that uh, makes he sense. Yeah, he brought his uh his snow uh biome with him.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he, br- he brought the Taiga with him.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. he brings the tiger every Saturday <laughs> night, man. <laughs> that's what they call my pad,
1: the the tiger pet. I got nothing. <laughs> hey, girl, uh, you want to come to my my place and play Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> I can show you all the biomes. Wacka 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 whack, wacka <laughs> I make myself laugh, and that's the important part. <laughs> Uh,
0: wanna you ever you ever ride the tiger? <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> just just hop on my back, baby, and we'll uh we'll uh we'll ride the night away. That's all I got. <laughs> that that's all we need. Man. <laughs> uh that and probably some
1: ganja. <laughs> yeah. This tiger prefers to prowl alone. I get that vibe. I'm, I get I'm that hunting vibe from for, I'm hunting for cougars, <laughs> and he winks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
0: <sighs>
1: well, it's been established he's into older women, assuming that Razor's the mom of the <laughs> the show. Yeah. Oh geez, he feels like it. Like a like a. He's a divorced uncle, right? Like he, he can get younger girlfriends, but, like, it's not really his thing. You know, stays in shape, you know, prefers like rut he, he probably has a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> looking for something real, you know. anyways, it's snowing at the axon, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh... Uh, they're inside.
0: Yeah, they're inside, uh, the CR chamber opens, and a fully restored Tigatron is all there. And, uh... He's like, op- yeah,
1: well, I gotta go, later.
0: <laughs> yeah, Optimus makes a point of saying, Dinobot, Cheetor, and Rattrap are all patrolling your zone. To, you know, explain their absence in this episode, I guess. Uh-huh. Um... And he's, he's like, like, he's like, so you don't need to, you don't need to rush out. You can uh, stay a while and chill, you know, and rest up. And Tigatron's like, no, nah, man, I got to head for the highway and, uh, you know, hit the old dusty trail.
1: Yeah. He um, prefers to prowl alone. Yep.
0: And yeah, he prefers the wildlands and uh, Optimus is like, well, you do you, bro. Um, and then and, they they high five and, and Air Razor is like, well, it wouldn't hurt if you come and visit
1: us sometimes, you know, asshole. And like Tigatron likes Air Razor, but like Air Razor has two kids. And you know that's a lot to get get involved with, so He's we'll see
0: like, how that goes. He's all like, I, look, look, babe, you're cool, but I need my space, you know?
1: I travel alone. <laughs> I need my my wide-open spaces. I like my borings, <laughs> Tiger biome. <laughs> um, and then uh, we cut back yeah. to another base, a spider base. They're probably hiding, waiting for Megatron to not be angry.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> In fact, uh, Black Arachnia is lamenting about the fact that uh, uh, Megatron is going to scrap them for this, and Tarantulas is like, "Ah, fuck that guy. He he doesn't know shit."
1: Yeah, he's like, Megatron does not see the webs within the webs. Yeah, and then I heard like the Inception like horn. Bwong.
0: <laughs> Bwong. And Black Arachne is like, don't be so testy. We're two of a kind. We should stick together. And Tarantulas is like, it would make no difference if we did. This planet is doomed. Doomed! Dun dun. dun, dun. And she's like, so that's why you wanted the stasis pod to build an escape
1: ship. Yeah. She's like, but, but how? Why? You have to tell me everything. Uh, I can help. And he's and he's just, like, he just laughs it. and is like, get the fuck out, bitch. <laughs> he's like, look, we, we like angry fucked like just now, but you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Time to go, lady. Yeah. And he then has she graduated into a real
0: man now. And then she, uh, he, she uh, calls him a lunatic under her breath and he calls her a witch and then laughs. Oh, I love that.
1: I think they kind of whisper it. But, like, loud enough that they hear, oh, totally, yeah, you think so, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, And I'm like, well, yeah, he is a lunatic. Oh, and speaking of lunatic, he like cackles madly as the camera zooms out, and the episode ends, yeah, like I said, he uh,
0: he he laughs maniacally after calling her a witch, and, uh,
1: yeah. and that's, that's the it. episode, Christopher. Any final thoughts before we give it our too-much-Energon rating? Uh,
0: so, I do want to point out, um, since, uh, in particular, since The Trigger, Part 1 and 2, uh, it's become very clear that the show is building towards something. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh not to give away spoilers or anything, but there are some stuff that's alluded to in this episode that may be on the test later. I've decided done, done. that's what, I've decided that's how I'm going to start phrasing it is, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> is, you know, remember this. Cause it may be on the test later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's I like that. doing it. <laughs> so I like that. Um, Uh, In a way, this episode was actually pretty important because, one, it introduced uh, a new character in Inferno, and two, it uh, kind of helps lay the groundwork for what goes on later in
1: the season. Mm. (sighs) Yes, but it's only delivered in um, Tarantulas' dialogue. Which means it's th- not that there's anything wrong with that, but like it only takes ten seconds to convey that episode, mm, not or to ju- convey that info.
0: Not just that, though, and I won't go into it. But there, there is more in this episode that relates to stuff that happens later.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess we will see then.
0: Yep, yeah, we'll uh,
1: we'll find out when we there, get there. There are good parts. I, I, if we can make fun of something because it's dumb and it makes us like laugh, then like mission accomplished. Also, even though he can he flies and he's like kind of weird, like I think his design is good, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, the thing is, it's like. Did we need another episode where we get to know Tarantulas and uh, Black Arachnea more? I would say no, <laughs> but like you said, it's establishing plot. Yeah, the, this episode does lay
0: some uh, some groundwork for stuff that comes stuff to come in a few weeks. Yeah. So um, for that, I kind of appreciate it on the, uh, the too much energon scale where we uh, rate episodes on a scale of not enough energon, which is anything from a terrible episode to something that's just not that great to sufficient energon, which is something that's just eh, to, you know, that's okay. It's okay. Fairly decent. Or too much Energon, which can be anything from, you know, actually a pretty good episode or the best episode ever. Cal, where do you rate this episode?
1: Sufficient amount of Energon for the
0: royalty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm giving it a... um, I'm giving it a kind of middle of the... maximal (laughs) try? I'm giving it kind of a middle of the road sufficient amount of Energon. Uh this is an important episode, and it does ge- genuinely have some great bits, particularly Pirate do do
1: do now that's a crossover i wanna i want to see
0: <laughs> I wish that it happened right uh streams. So... So that has been episode 20 in production order of beast wars. Uh, This is the part where I would say we'll be back next week with the, uh, the next episode, but uh, we're going to take a kind of sort of hiatus, but not really. Uh, Yeah. If you're not listening to this in real time with us and you're discovering this show down the road, We're just a few weeks out from Christmas and New Year's. And this year, those holidays are falling on when we normally do our recording time. Yeah. Um, We've also decided that we are, over the course of the next couple of weeks, are going to go back and re-record our first couple of episodes that are marred with some serious production problems. So if you're listening to this with us in real time, we'll be back next week with a re-recorded version of Beast Wars, part one and two. Uh, keep yeah. an eye out, so keep an eye out for that.
1: And if uh, you're like a, a a listener that's been listening to us, um, you, you probably know that our highest quality isn't like the first episode or like so. So if you skipped it and you stuck with us, like despite that, go and re-listen to it. When we, it's gonna be, when be way better. Done. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's gonna be way, way better. Uh best way to support the show is if you are listening to this on Apple Podcast or iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Also, tell your friends about us. Yeah. Uh, the uh the holidays are coming up, and uh what 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 better what better Christmas gift than giving your friends and loved ones the the gift of me and Cal talking about Beast Wars Transformers?
1: <laughs> Can you
0: think of a better one? I can't. No, and I, I I I challenge any listener out there to to come up with something better, uh, regardless. Hey.
1: <laughs> hey mom, mom. Uh, I know that you wanted like that that like house robe, for like like Christmas, but like, you know like like it's it's like COVID times, and and these guys said that they're the gift that keeps giving, <laughs> and and like remember that show I really liked that by the reboot guys. It's them. So so he, here you go, mom. Did you just write a link down, and and put it inside of a gift? <laughs> yeah. Love you, mom. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm gonna go play Black Ops.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not even the full length. Link. <laughs> ...link... ...link... But it's not even the full link either. It's just like too much ca. Which, by <laughs> the way, <laughs> which is our website. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to www.tomuchenergon.ca. It's a terrible website, but uh, it's... It's pretty serv- great. It's it's if you miss GeoCities, or you weren't alive for GeoCities... <laughs> a blast from the past. At it too muchenergon.ca, you can find uh, embedded players for every single episode of this show,
1: and social media links. Yeah, so if you don't subscribe to anything, or you're... Sp- Spotify or whatever is, or your YouTube like premium is like running out, you can just play it for free on the website. Yeah. Do the thing. Do the thing. Speaking of doing things, we are out of time, I think. Yeah, 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 we're out of time. So,
0: I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, Neo Cal. And until next week. Beast Mode. Beast
2: Mode. Beast Mode Beast mode.
1: I hope that Inferno calls Megatron his queen. You hope that, eh? Yeah. I I vaguely recall something like that.